G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Ron Ross is our Middle East reporter and he's joining me on the phone once again. Welcome, Ron. And thank you, Tracy. The nuclear deal with Iran, now that's scheduled for completion today, of course, but the most indications that we've seen are saying that that's that goal that they want, it's not going to be reached, is it? No, and over the weekend uh, they made it fairly obvious. The former CIA director, Michael Hayden, on Sunday said, I would actually fear that the Iranians have the upper hand right now. He told Fox News, I actually fear we've painted ourselves into a corner where we believe that any deal is better than no deal at the present time. Uh, And uh, France and others are giving fair indications to President Obama that they're not about to agree to uh, a number of the initiatives that America seems to be giving a wink and a nod to. Uh, so, and one of the delegates from Iran went back to Tehran uh, a couple of days ago, and that would seem to suggest that he's gone home to get permissions to uh, make some change to the the sticking points. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen. Well, they they tried to play that down, didn't they, when he went home, saying that it was always destined to be some sort of to and fro where people could come and go as they needed to. But uh, I, th- I think you're correct. I don't think there's going to be any re- any resolution anytime soon. No, and, and the CIA director or the former director, Hayden, said we need the ability to go places and uh, indications are that Iran's not prepared to give that uh, concession. Uh, German Foreign Minister Franz Walter Steinmeier, who joined the talks on Friday, said Iran's nuclear activities, no matter where they take place, must be verifiable. And so those give us confidence that uh, uh, some crazy deal won't be uh, uh, confirmed. Uh, But there is some talk that there may be a three- to six-month extension uh, which will take the pressure off everybody. And today seems to be the deadline for quite a number of things, really, doesn't it? See, the Palestinian Authority Chairman Mahmoud Abbas has given Hamas until today to avoid expulsion from the unity government. Yes, uh, it's, it's been an ongoing contest between the two factions in the new United uh, Unity Government, uh, Hamas and Fatah. Uh, Mahmoud Abbas is the leader of the Fatah faction and he was voted in as the Palestinian Authority president. Uh, but Hamas are openly saying that they don't want to make any deals with Israel and uh, Abbas is saying uh, to comply with the requests of the uh, European Union uh, that needs to be part of the Uh, going forwardness of the Palestinian Authority. And so he's given them until today uh, to comply or he wants to uh, disassociate Hamas from the unity government. 
how they will do that, I have no idea. Uh, in a, in a, in the real world, uh, you would have another election. Uh, but, man, we're talking about the Palestinian Authority. Mm. All right, let's switch to events in Jerusalem now. It, it seems that uh, there's been a further threat from ISIS to all the Christian Arabs in the region. Yeah, this is a, a, a frightening uh, threat. Uh, when we talk about the Arab popu- uh, the Christian population in Israel, the majority of the Christians in Israel are Arabs. And uh, they were menacing Arabic flyers uh, floating around uh, the weekend, and the audacity uh, of the announcements are quite frightening. Uh, they've suggested that uh, uh, they're going to attack and kill uh, any Christian Arab in Jerusalem. A police spokesman on Monday said he was unaware of the leaflets, uh, but they were on full alert, watching for any uh, uh, motivation that would bring forth murderers from the community. The note says ISIS soldiers will work to kill uh, these people, meaning the Christian Arabs, so this country is clean of them, and we will clean this country and the Muslim quarter of these Christians. Uh, And so that's an important prayer point for us. The note concludes by saying, so we tell our Christians and the non-believers Go away now or you will be killed. So it's a threat for them to leave Jerusalem and get out of the place. It says that you will be slaughtered like sheep. One month is enough for you to get away. And the leaflets were signed by the Islamic State. Let's look at what else has been going on in Jerusalem in the form of uh, the rabbis now. The, The mayor's made an announcement that the rabbis will need to support and approve any Christian events. Does this come in the wake of the recent Empowered 21 conference? Yes. Last year uh, at the sports stadium in Jerusalem, uh, at the multi-purpose sports arena, thousands of Christians from around the world participated in a conference and uh, caused the ire of the rabbinic community. Uh, the heretic uh, media asserted that the event was aimed at convincing Jews to convert to Christianity with the help of missionaries who came in from all over the world, and they came to Israel for that specific purpose. The city's rabbis intervened and asked the municipality to call off the event, but their demand was rejected due to legal reasons. But now the mayor has come out and said that uh, as far as future events are concerned, uh, they will require rabbinic approval. Uh, now, this worries me because one of the major events every year is the Feast of Tabernacles, hosted by the International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem, and all of us used to participate in that. Um, so it's a bit of a worry that uh, the, the grand events hosted by uh, Christians in Jerusalem may be at an end. Again, as you say, another prayer point for us. Certainly, yeah. Now, a few weeks back, we talked about uh, the Queen and Prince Philip and how they were due to visit a concentration camp, and they've now done that. Yeah, that isn't that amazing. I mean, we're talking about a couple of elderly people, uh, but they had a three-day visit to Germany, and uh, the Queen insisted on visiting Bergen-Belsen, the former Nazi concentration camp, uh, The Queen uh, and her husband, Prince Philip, uh, 
met with survivors from the Holocaust and former British soldiers who were among those who liberated the camp, uh, which is uh, remembered primarily because it was the place of internment for Anne Frank and her sister Margot, who, uh, who died 70 years ago. Mm. Uh, Rudy Oppenheimer, one of the Bergen-Belsen survivors, said, I'm very happy that the Queen can do this for the British soldiers. Uh, the Queen is 89, Prince Philip's 94, and uh, they were great supporters, of course, of the British war effort. But it was an amazing gesture by this royal couple and one that was extremely highly appreciated uh, by the Jewish community. No doubt quite emotional for the Queen as well. Yes, indeed. Uh, I mean, uh, she's, what an amazing lady and what incredible memories uh, she must have uh, and of the uh, great effort made by the Allies uh, during her lifetime. That's our Middle East reporter, Ron Ross. Ron, always good to chat. We'll catch up again next week. Thank you, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.